What's up, everybody? Joey Sauce, Colin Confidential. Welcome back to another episode. Last time on Colin Confidential. There's a million things that business owners need that now you don't really need to make the phone call. And you can just, hey, can you review this, what I wrote? Now you're sending a document to an attorney now just to give it, a, give it the once over rather than write you the whole thing from scratch. So for the scheduling piece, James, like you mentioned earlier about how it'll make it efficient and it'll, it could read the GPS and everything like that. How far away do you think we are for using AI for scheduling and routing? I think we're there. As Lauren was saying before, it's about how to use the tool, how to ask it the right question or in the context, feeding it enough information for it to make that decision for you. I think where we're lacking is some of the programming now for these tools to exist in our real space. I was impressed. I can maybe only speak a little bit about my industry finding this new CRM. When I found it, I was like, how long has this been out there? And how did I not know about it? So that's definitely a thing in everybody's industry, I feel like. So it's just a little bit of research that you got to do. Heck, you may even be able to ask ChatGPT if something like that is out there for you. So again, I think it's about how to ask the right questions, getting a little bit outside of the box out of your traditional thinking, right? And finding out what can be the best solution that's best fit for your business. I think we're there, Joe. Ways, right? When we're talking about GPS for a minute, it's really not AI, right? Because it's more crowd-driven on the traffic patterns and things like that. So I think using some of that coupled with what you're talking about is we're right there. Tesla has cameras. I don't even know what they all are. So when he finally gives up that data, if he ever does, that's potentially going to be another disruption because what he's capturing is crazy. Because he's capturing yeah, so true. video as well as the patterns. Yep. I don't know if anybody else is really doing that. I know Google has those cars that drive around and Apple has one now too. It's, it's cool and scary, right? The scary part right. to think about because... When, you know, when the Terminators come, what the fuck? Are you? That's a, that, I was out to dinner last night with three people, and I was telling them we were going to do this thing about artificial intelligence. And the number one thing came up, you think they're going to make soldiers out of it? Yeah, they already are. Probably. I don't how do you Look at the police dogs, the robotic police dogs. It's all there. Excuse me. I think what we know is limited, right, based on what they don't want us to know or what they don't tell us. Who is they is the question, right? But we won't go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, I think it's already there. It's already there. And it is scary, Joe. You're right. But at the end, we have to embrace it. Lauren said it from the beginning of the show. If we're not going to embrace it, we're going to get left behind. And those companies that don't embrace AI are going to be left behind. And that's maybe a good thing for the three of us or the four of us here. Their main concern was, what if they turn on us? The only thing I could tell them was, I don't know. You pull the plug? I don't know. <laughs> Drain the batteries. They're probably solar operated. You got to, well, you know. know. if they use the current <laughs> batteries at some point, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll kill go themselves. on fire. <laughs> and that's a bad joke. But so we're talking a lot about chat GPT. Is there any category king of AI is chat GPT? But what other tools are you guys seeing or using in regard to AI? So just... Uh, you look at who funded and created ChatGPT, and Elon Musk was in there, and Bill Gates was in there. And so 
What we're seeing is Bing, being Microsoft search engine, is integrated with ChatGPT. So there's basically a race between Microsoft and Google. Google's Bard is their version. Very interesting. What Google's has is the ability to reference sources. Whereas often with ChatGPT, ChatGPT provides you the information, but when you challenge it to tell you its source, you start to unwind. Is this actually fact? Because it sure sounds like fact, but where are you pulling that fact from? Google's product does a better job of that. So reliability on Google's AI seems to be higher, but you know the consolidation of power here continues to be Google, Microsoft, and then there's all sorts of plugins, you name it. You can plug into Canva, I believe, which is just for people who do branding, start creating branding campaigns or start creating a van design for my vehicle wraps. You name it. It's all available now. It's just a matter of what I find is people who are working in their business day to day have no time to think what's next. And that's where you need to make sure you have time spent. So being inside Bard and playing and asking it things every day, you know, what we do with our staff at Search Kings, we work with a young staff, they're hungry, they're tech focused. We still ask them every day to have Bard or ChatGBT open and figure out a use case for it today. How did it make your job more effective? Not necessarily easier, but more effective today. I have an upcoming call with a customer and he's received 47 leads so far. How do I talk to him about qualifying the quality of those leads? What do I need from him in order to know if these leads are producing revenue? Give me four questions, right? Summary like that. Or Joe, think about your staff. You give them your employee handbook. Put that into BARD or ChatGBT and say, produce for me a 10-question quiz. Include both short answers and multiple choice. And, And then that's just the first version. And now you prompt it to create a second version and a third until you're very happy. Or create a case scenario for me. That would highlight if they've understood these seven things I want them to learn. So now it's creating a case study quiz yeah. for you. Just it's just Incredible. about time to deal to learn. I'd say that's the priority. What's up, everybody? Joey Sauce from Colony Confidential. Do you want the cheat code to have happy customers? Make sure you go and sign up for order the phone call. We call it AOPC. It's your chance to learn from the leader in this space, Margaret Garcia from Grip PPO. Her team answers hundreds of phone calls every day for companies large and small, and she's teaching you the key secrets to closing sales on the phone, handling your customer complaints, and getting it all done in less time. Make sure to go visit us at theartofthephonecall.com. Yeah, we, we use Microsoft Forms, and two of our managers essentially had to take a course on it. But my thought now is, Every time they tweak it to just tell ChatGPT or Bard now, tell them how you want to tweak it and to write the code in MS Forms, especially because James, I, and yeah. I think some of the nerds were going to sit down and go over it with them, but sure. again, it might not be necessary anymore. Hey, listen, I think everything is a little relative, right? When you, we talk about the cloud, and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, right? But 
when you were dialing up to AOL back in the day, right? Everybody remembers that, at least old guys on the call like me here remember dialing up to AOL. You were connecting to the cloud. We just didn't call it that. And I think one of the first, and maybe I don't quote me on this, but one of the first AI generators was Watson, IBM's Watson. And people often forget about Watson, but Watson is still out there plugging away. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's been out for a long time. It's just now we're adopting how to use it better. It's becoming more user-friendly, right? It's now relative to people. We're used to using a search engine and searching on Google and such. So GPT and others just makes it very easy. And I do agree with what Lauren is saying. And I think if you don't have the Bing app on your phone, go ahead and download that because it's free and you can go ahead and use a lot of those ChatGPT-like features right inside the Bing app. Now, I'll give you one suggestion on utilization that I've found is helpful. For those employees that have kids, ask them to spend some time with their kid looking at ChatGPT and figuring out use case with their kids. How are their kids using it? And, and an example would be you got a kid in high school and they're in, I don't know, grade 11 chemistry, right? And they have to learn a certain topic, whatever it is, electrons. You'd probably into ChatGPT, explain electrons to me for my grade 11 course, okay? It spits out an answer. The kid doesn't understand it. So what do they do? They say, explain this to me as though I'm 10 years old. ChatGPT provides an explanation. Explain it to me as though I'm seven years old, five years old. I still don't understand. Make it easier for me. And ChatGPT will rewrite the same question you had originally down into the based on your next prompt. So it's customizing. Once that it's being used at that level, you can start to learn it can customize for you too, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it, like what, what I'm getting is you're limited to your imagination and how good of a question asker or how good you can describe what you want. For the most part, yeah. For those people in golf, think about it. You're working on your putting. Write your problem in there. I'm pushing left on my putter or I'm always pulling up short, right? <laughs> I'm not lagging properly and see what it says. That's how you start to get comfortable with it and then keeping it open every day to, to try to find use cases. For us, knowing where marketing dollars are going and if it's working is game changing for our business. Up until now, it was how many leads do you need and let's go get them for you as cheap as possible. Now, whether the lead is 100 bucks or 150 bucks is secondary to what's the quality of the lead coming in. So I wonder, is there a way to ask, what is the best platform for commercial pest control or, a res or pure play residential pest control to put its marketing dollars? Or is that too much? It's going to be subjective, but I'll tell you this. You could ask ChatGBT high socioeconomic neighborhoods, okay? And what are the local icons or local fixed points in those communities? Because I want to market to specifically the Hamptons and I want to be seen as local. What are some things that locals know or say that I could use in my marketing that would make me seem like a local? But it's not going to analyze four products and tell you which one to go with. Because they don't have access to evaluate the technology of each provider. 
it will give you some good answers, but just like Lauren said, it won't give you that specific data that you're looking for. And that's now. Next week is different, right? Because the biggest thing that we're hearing from our community at Conley Confidential is how efficiency, everybody always says more money, but efficiency equals more money in our industry. Utilization, efficiency, how to get it going. And it seems like that's it, that you just, we're limited to our imagination and what we can ask it to get us what we want. Yep. I can't wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him up and running on some of this just to see, like, how he fucks his phone. I think I got a couple for Ed. It would be like, I want to write a poem. This is the audience. I want it to rhyme. And I want it to be about this place and this cold drink. And it'll write you a poem or a song. Get this. It'll write you a song. Okay. And then I don't know if any of you play guitar or whatever. It'll then you can ask it to write the musical lyrics, not just the lyrics, but the sheet music. What notes or string chords would accompany this original song? So now you can write a song to a sweetheart, sing it and play the guitar to it. On that note, when I went back to college so I could learn what all my kids were talking about, Gilgamesh and all these other guys, I had to write a haiku. So I went to Joey's brother, who's very good at this. So he wrote a haiku and I turned it in. Allegedly. What's the statute of limitations? I know. It was true. It was 20 years. (laughs) Anyway, I turned it into this teacher, Martha Black, lovely lady. And she mocks him and she comes over to me. You came in third. I didn't know you were such a romantic. I'm like, shit, what did it say? What did it say? <laughs> and we go back to the proofreading. <laughs> That's great. So we should plug something into ChatGPT real quick and see what it pops up. I got tons of notes. So I don't know who could answer this best, so whatever, chime in. Elimination of humans in the workplace. This is the big scare Right. Aside from them turning on us, but I saw something on social media the other day about how many years till it starts to eliminate certain jobs. Are you guys, is everybody hearing this? Do you think there's a timeline on that? Yeah, it's happening already. Maybe not so much in the same context that we're talking about today. Hearing more about robotics and things like that, AI robots in a lot of these factories and things like that, it's already happening. Look at the Amazon warehouse. It's what they're doing there. And that might be one of the best examples. A few months ago, I went down to South Carolina and went over to where they build all the BMWs. And walking through their facility was absolutely incredible. Not a lot of people building the cars, all robotics, all AI driven. So it's already been happening for probably years. And then what we're talking about today, I think we gave a lot of examples where you don't need that attorney so much. You don't need the programmer, the developer. So as people start to learn how to utilize these tools for their businesses, it's just going to make them more efficient. But I think all of us here on this call today, we're in the people business. And like you said, it might be one of the hardest businesses, of course, to manage people and to be in that business. But we're going to be able to utilize these tools to make our businesses more efficient and probably do less hiring. So I think we're there. And some of these larger companies have been there for a while. 
my quick take on it is the employees and the businesses that embrace are much more valuable when they utilize AI and the employees who have a little bit of an entitled mindset of this is what I do. This is my job full stop. They're going to have an issue because the entire workforce is changing. So a content writer who says, I'm going to keep writing it myself exclusively is outdated now. If they're not leveraging tools, a lawyer who's billing 15 hours to do something that ChatGBT or Bard can do in a few minutes, you're outdated. We think about a pest control company, you got to go to that house and assure that lovely family that you're taking care of it if that problem shows up again, right? Eliminated it this time, but it might come back and you're a phone call away. That's not AI. So I put Colony Confidential's website and I said, give me a slogan for Colony Confidential. Okay, so then it produced the first one, whatever it was, I can tell you if you want. Then I said another, it produces another one. Then I said, give me five more. So you can just keep going at it. I like this, but I don't like that. Securing homes, shielding stories, Colony Confidential. Mystery solved, pests evicted, Colony Confidential. However, and they're like, don't end with Colony Confidential. Start with calling and you could just keep manipulating it to be your creative brain. Yeah. So it's funny. I type, I've typed in to chat GBT before who is Ed Sheehan and I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, I'm going to show Ed real quick, right? Yeah. What do you want to ask chat GPT? Yeah. So we'll ask it. Who is Ed Sheehan in New York city? This is how quick it happens. You're going mountain. So one sec. What you're doing, Joe, is looking for reference, right? Go into the internet and find me something. That's more of a Google search. But if you put a description of Ed and ask it to produce a poem about Ed's life, okay, based on some information you share, it's best used as new content creation, better than referencing previous easily found information on the internet. Does that make sense? Yes. It's about new content creation. That's the power of AI, right? Making new Jim Carrey movies is what it's for, not referencing which of the five movies in your list is the best one. That's more of a Google search. Try something simple. Write me a thank you note to a very important customer and see what it spits out really quick for you guys or do something relevant maybe customer facing that you could use announcing a podcast episode right so what did we want to write that <laughs> she is the new york city exterminator or fish experience write a poem for him based off his life very simple right and the poem is in the heart of the city where dreams unfold, a man of unique prowess, a story untold. Ed Sheehan, the exterminator of fame, with 50 years' wisdom, he conquered his game. Amidst the bustling streets of NYC embrace, Ed battled, Ed battled pests with a determined grace. With skills honed by decades of pest-filled strife, he safeguarded <coughs> homes from the vermin's strife. Rats scuttled and roamed, changed so dire, and stepped up with courage, his spirits on fire. A veteran of battles against nature's design, 
he faced every rodent, both cunning and malign. In Morgan Spurlock's lens, a spotlight did shine. Rats on the screen, a tale intertwined. Ed Sheehan, the star of this cinematic scene, a life spent in service, his dedication keen. Fifty years they have passed, each chapter of feet, Ed's legacy etched in the streets concrete. From pest-ridden alleys to homes now secure, his expertise prevail, of that we are sure. So here's to Ed Sheehan, a legend of might, an exterminator's beacon, a guardian of the night. With gratitude, we raise our voice and our hat, saluting the man who came NYC's pest at bay. That's it. I don't know why it ended there. I've been wrong. But can you print that? I'll, yeah, print it. I'll, I'll take it. Flat, flat <laughs> that was awesome. That's amazing. You could keep that one, but then you could say, make it shorter or manipulate it. Include the fact that the company started in this year or that he went to this high school and then it'll keep evolving with you so that you can keep molding it to what you want. That's the power. Google can't do that. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to see him in his corner. And all of a sudden he's coming up with these gems that are all not his. They're all be trapped. That's right. That's how it goes. That's okay. So what do you I think? I mean like a regular politician. <laughs> What do I think? Yeah, I need some copies of that so I can. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but oh. it's just amazing. God. It really is. Changing so, the world, like you said, disruptor. Lauren, thank you for reminding me that the internet was a huge disruptor, too. I, I remember when I graduated high school, the year I graduated and I actually started taking school serious, I had to write a paper on the World Wide Web. I don't even remember what it was called now. It wasn't called the internet, it was called something else. I had to go to a library. I had to use the Dewey Decimal System. I had to go through those reels of newspaper articles. That was, I guess that was the last disruption of this nature. So to wrap it up, Lauren, is there a name for that particular product that you're doing? Or is it just call Search Kings and let's get cracking with AI? It's called Search Kings introduces call intelligence, which is the ability to learn the quality of calls coming in. Okay. Call intelligence. And yeah, we'd be happy to demo it for your, just make sure that whoever's calling mentions you guys, as always. James, is there anything that you want to mention aside from your managed services that Colony co-signs and is having a fabulous time with? I appreciate that. We're here to help mostly small to medium-sized businesses with all their technology. We're across 50 states, so it doesn't matter where you are. Happy to help. Look us up on the web at nerdsthatcare.com. Mentioned Colony, of course, and we'll be sure to take care of you just like we're taking care of Colony today. So thanks so much for having me here today. I really enjoyed this chat, guys. Yeah. Thank you both. Again, James Rocker from Nerds That Care. You can nerdsthatcare.com. You can Google them. And of course, Lauren Sederoff from Search Kings. Always been a big supporter of the podcast, Lauren. We appreciate it. We appreciate both of you for jumping on this. A ton of information. So thank you. Yeah, I appreciate your time. I learned a lot more than I knew. That doesn't mean I know a lot, but I learned a lot more than I knew. And you have a very good way, understandable way of presenting this information. I appreciate it. And I, I'm i looking to get on, was AIP? Just don't worry about it. It's all right. And whatever. I wrote it down. Oh, TBD. Chat? No, TBD. No, that's to be determined. 
Oh. It's chat. <laughs> chat. Let me write it for you. Chat. G. P. T. Or okay. I'll be on that a lot. 